Hi guys, Kachi on Catch Me Reading. So, um, today's book is one of the best books I've read this month. I'm saying this month because <laughs> my all-time favorite book, my all-time favorite book. I have to in that series and the Heretic Sisters. In that series by J.D. Robb, she's she's using the pseudonym J.D. Robb, but maybe book li- book readers will know her. But she's Nora Robert, and then my second book, Heretic Star by R.K. Live. Oh, but I love some of Pisica's book about gods and goddesses, which I said I promised in the last podcast that I'm going to review. And I promise you, after this book, I am going to review one of those. I, I have it on my Kindle already, and I am planning on reading it again so as I can remember everything I read about it. But this particular book is one of my favorite books of this month the month is almost ended so i mean i might not read any book i like as much as i like this then the title of the book is the n-word by tiana lavin guys i want you guys to go and read this book i know it seemed like oh how convenient the black Lives matter protest is going on and she's reviewing a race a book about racism but it's actually a coincidence my sister has been talking about this book because she loved she loves books about biracial couples and i was like hmm, let me just read this what's the rush what's the problem and i read it and i fell in love with it i have to warn you guys this is the book one and it has a book two and i'm going to be reading the book one today and next i'll read the book two but i really this book is mad i want you guys to read it so this book is about aaron pike he's a socialist he's in this socialist um he's affiliated with this in this um should i call it a club or a cult i don't know there's a word or a gang or an association where like he said they believe in preserving white supremacy okay there's a this this words i'm about to say is they're from they're from him so he said this word best describes him there's no how i want to describe that there is very hot oh my god he's fucking hot but back back to what's back to the matter back to what you're saying in his words he said my entire body my entire upper body is covered in rich black ink oh my god he has tattoos yeah i'm proud of my tattoos they aren't fertile meaningless trivial bullshit everything on me represents a part of who i am as a man defines confines and frees me all at once for example on one arm i have the swastika i hope i'm saying that well i have several swastikas actually swastikas actually but that one is my favorite on my chest is the iron eagle its straight wings are extended as its resilient claws grip the nazi shield yeah nazi on my left shoulder i have a perfectly drawn realistic profile portrait of hitler and beside it the iron cross other tattoos that line my body include the number 14 which represent the 14 words that represent what i fight for all day every day we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children one of my most prized piece of body art however sits on my back my vulcans the design showcases three interlocking triangles 
which stand for my willingness to sacrifice my life for the movement. So guys, I'm not sure there is any way I have to explain what he believes in here. And he goes on to explain how his tattoos can be covered. Like it's not on visible parts of his body, like his face, like he can disguise them and his hands that he doesn't believe in that that all those knuckleheads in his gang all those young knuckleheads believe in tattooing their face and hands and for him it's pointless that he believes in being um how do i put it in being able to go he believes in blending in because if you blend in you're able to do he's able to do what he wants to do without everyone knowing about his religion or political beliefs and he believes this affiliation this affiliation this is political belief he believes is a religion for him that he's not ashamed he just needs he believes in the need of blending in so he said camouflage is very important that no creature hunting prey wears a sign that states enemy number one he doesn't pop up and say hi i want to kill you you get he waits you plan and then you go in for the queue. That there are so many dumb son of a bitches that profess to be national socialists, but they can't tell you anything about Adolf Hitler's existence, biography or doctrines. Mienkampf is not just a text, it's a way of life. I've been instrumental in the movement, and I follow the traditional rules and value of the Aryan nation. Adolf Hitler and George Lincoln Rockwell are the men who walked the walk and talked the talk. I can only hope to be half, to be half as devoted and effective as they were. I have been interested in this movement since the age of 14 and became fully educated and a full member at the age of 20. You could see how young. Now he's 30 something. He was. So I don't, I, I, this book actually opened my eyes to why, like, to, about racism. I get for some people it might be different things but this book i i'm not i hope i am not hurting anybody's feelings by reviewing this book but i have to be honest with you i is fiction but i loved it i said i love that he's Aaron is someone in as much as he has so much anger and is he should i say hate <laughs> you can't help but fall in love with him he's so fucking honest and that's something i something i appreciate in anybody i hate dishonesty like we are adults you you say what you want most times if you don't say what you want nobody can give you that and Aaron is very honest so guys this is going to be a while because there are so many novels and there are so many poems and um letters in this book and i really want to tell you people about it but i feel if i end up telling you guys about it you guys won't read it but let me say I'm, I'm your plug to summarize a book for you if you don't have time to read it. So anyway, he's an American Nazi and he has explained how he heard about it when he was 14. Then he went about to explain how he met a woman, a woman in his party and they have the same belief and she was so fucking gorgeous and he's a man and he pri- though he prided himself in self-control. He fell for her in this case and they liked each other and they started talking and they wanted to spend time together and they started dating then after a couple of years she found out what kind of bitch she was and he hates liars oh my god i forgot to tell you how can't i fall in love with him he hates liars i hate liars 
he hates liars i think we're meant for each other and though when we were trying to break up he found out she was pregnant with his child and he's saying that he loved his daughter more than anything but his her mother is like the lady is the worst mistake he ever made so but there's thing, something peculiar about Aaron is that with his tattoos, his lifestyle, his belief, he, one thing he always wanted was a family because he didn't grow up in a conventional home, like in a home where it's a normal home. So it's that's that normalcy. I hope I'm saying that well. That's um, that's that's comfort, that comfort, that thing, that home, family home is something he has always wanted, and that's something he's he has he has been looking for all his life. So now back to Aaron. Aaron is in jail at the Homeland Correctional Facility and he was sent to jail for a year for assault and battery. Though he said it was self defense, but they showed a video of him beating the guy. Uh no 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 I'm I'm jumping. So he beat the guy, he beat, as in the way he beat up the guy, the guy is presently is in coma. And then the idiot, when they asked him what he would see when he was in court, he said he wished he even killed the guy and killed the guy's family. And then he was hailing his affiliation when he was in court. Come to think of it, if that had happened to a black man, I'm very honest, he got one year. He almost beat a guy to death and he got one year and with his other his other charges and he as in his background he has been to jail before he's not like he's not like he's is a first-time offender he got one year come on so, but he goes on to explain to us that the um and the this um socialist this their should i call it a party yes this their party this their national socialist party that they are everywhere they are in government they are a they are in the force, they are in justice, you know, so I guess that's what helped him get one years. So though because of the the jail people they know about him, so they put him in isolation and then he was still there were still riots as in people were protesting in jail for him. <clears throat> but before we go down into that story, let's explain. Let me explain how he is how hot he is so i can get why i couldn't help but fall in love with this asshole his name is aaron joshua pike he's six four he has light hazel eyes and dark brown hair and he weighs 256 pounds he said he's a big motherfucker who had who has no conscience <laughs> oh my god i'm blushing <laughs> and mm, what else yeah you guys can understand his heart and then he has that so like <laughs> Ooh, this is every this is the kind of guy every mother wants their daughters to stay away from okay back to the matter so he's in jail and everybody's so he kept he keeps on telling his warden that he's not the one responsible for the riots but they, they don't believe him because he's so fucking brilliant and then he was forced to meet a therapist and this is a new therapist 
So when he goes to this shrink, the guy tries to get into his head, and you know how people like this when they are like they don't want to talk about something, they're feeling uncomfortable. He started calling the guy a fag and insulting him, saying very, very crude, rude, hurtful words. And the guy was like, I think we didn't come here to talk about you. And he started asking him questions and told him that okay, that it's better he answers this question. Because it's just better that way. That he can make him do anything he doesn't want to. And he planned. I'm telling you, when he was looking at the guy, he planned that he wished he could kill the guy. And the guy was like, okay, they have to be seen every day. That they have to be seen every day. Like, he's going to have an appointment every day. So. He. After leaving there, I don't know he, the connection he had. They sent a noose, you know, a noose, the one they used to hang people with red paint painted on it and to the guy's house. And the guy was, when they met the next time, the guy was telling me, like, all this thing you are doing just means I'm getting close to something you don't want. That you can either, that I'm just trying to help you. Like, while he in his head was like, all oh, these people, they just want to feel like they've treated someone, they don't really care. And the guy, keeps on explaining that he just wants to help him and there's this picture in the guy's office about a young boy holding a gun like in the middle of like a forest and that's triggered a memory to him but let's not jump so now about um melissa melissa is a black girl she teaches um special children she teaches special children and She's a daughter of a preacher. I think growing up, she she has six siblings. So she volunteers to teach um, inmates in this prison. Yeah, she volunteers to teach inmates like English, like schooling, reading, all this thing. Because there are some inmates that they don't know how to read and write. So. As she volunteers to teach them so while she was there she met um, the therapist and the therapist spoke to her about though when the therapist met her because she explained like she's a light-skinned girl yeah she's tall she's very beautiful and the therapist was like she looks like someone that she's acting a part she doesn't that doesn't fit I know these people that deep down they have how they are, but there's a way they, there's a way, uh, there's a part of themselves they show to the world, so that's how the therapist described her. So the therapist was talking to her about how he he wants to do a new thing where this inmates because they are always alone and they need access to the outside world that he wants her to take this um name of all these inmates and share it to maybe her friends or family so that they can be pen pals with some of the inmates that just they should just be friends they should just be talking do you get they should just be talking like as friends like a way to keep their mind on something and she was like okay that that's a brilliant idea and she went home and she was talking to one of her cousins her best friend and her cousin trudy and trudy was like why would she want to be talking to the prison 
that like he's someone in jail that she didn't want to go in jail and ah it was not a funny thing and blah 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 skip anyway she thought about it and was like ah that this is this is bad or that since she couldn't do anything sorry her name is mia armstrong not melissa i'm so sorry about that her name is mia mia so she she looked at the names and she chose Aaron so she doesn't mean and then she wanted to though she saw what he was in jail for assault and battery she, then she wanted to like google him like check him up and she was like no like to just change how she how she perceived him that she wants them to start on like a like a new page so since nobody else um, volunteered for it she was like okay why don't she volunteer then back to Aaron Aaron has been trying to get in touch with his lawyer because he said he can't stay for a year he was sentenced to for a year in jail and he was like he can't stay for a year and the lawyer the female lawyer was like trying to explain to him how he got up lightly and stuff due to his former um, incidents that he always has in his former there's a way this shit his rap shit yeah and he said but he has been trying to get in touch with her she has been avoiding him and then he fired her and then he said he has paid her because i think he's well to do he has his own security company and someone has been in charge so it's not like he doesn't make money he makes money he's well to do and then he was shouting at her and she was trying to explain to him that i've done everything i can that we can just appear in six months time and he fired her and she was like no she quits but she's not fired so then they started Mia and Aaron started talking and at first he didn't wasn't really interested in it but he was like mm, okay this is what his therapist and then he started talking and he told the way he sounded he liked the way she sounded like how open she was she was talking about herself her favorite color and stuff and then when he replied she was intrigued because he's well spoken the way he wrote was beautiful as in she was like this guy is smart like why is he in jail and then she was hooked and that's how they started sharing exchanging messages and and he kept on telling her that he likes her that he wants to marry her that when he lives in marry her that he has money that he can take care of her that he wants wife as in <laughs> you know because he's so brutally honest it just made me laugh because she'll be she was like she can't be with him that he should understand from her own point of view he's incarcerated and even if he leaves jail he's going to be an ex-convict and stuff and i was like it does not matter that he has money to take care of her he's going to take care of her he's going to be the father of her and then on the therapist front he was opening up his therapist explaining how his father and mother were always fighting and he had a sister a younger sister he had siblings they were twins a boy and a girl and his sister was bipolar and how his parents were always shouting and his mom was always punishing him that he felt his mom because his mom got pregnant for him when she was 16 so in her head he was the cause of everything so she always she was always putting that anger and hatred in him on him so he was always going out there's this river at the back he always goes there and he met this old man that taught him how to fish and the man was nice to him and the man used to see all the bruises on him but the man never said it because he was very old 
and then one day the man stopped coming but he feels maybe the man died and that before the man stopped coming the man gave him his own fishing hook and one day when his father was going about his father saw it his father was like oh you like fishing that who gave you he explained that it was one of his friends and the man was, the father was like oh he loves hunting that they should go hunt and the father took him hunting gave him a gun and when they were in the forest the father abandoned him and left so you could see why that picture I don't know if I said earlier that there's a picture at the back of the therapist that he always looks at. So he was telling this story to his to Mia that he so he wants the best for his family, that he doesn't want a family like the one he grew up in. There's so many stories he said on or in another one where his mom was punishing him and put cockroach in his food and forced him to eat it. Or the one where his father stole money from his mom's bag and his mom accused him. And when he kept on saying he was not one, his mom stripped him naked, wrote, I am a thief, in a cardboard paper, and put it on him, and dragged him around the street. So, then he started telling the therapist about this old lady that used to, she was a bad guy, to be honest. She drives, she would tell him to drive her around, and she would go robbing houses, and he knew that she was stealing, and she used to feed him and his siblings she's picture he goes to her house they'll sit down there they'll watch him and at night they go back home and the therapist was asking her do you know what she was doing he said yes that it was wrong but she was not hurting anybody and funny enough that woman party was like a mother figure to him so this kept on going kept on going and then um i think someone called the police uh, on how he used to beat him. his mom used to beat them though his father never did anything and the police came and took his mom away and his father was just there his father didn't do anything so when they were fighting for custody party tried to adopt them and she succeeded in adopting three of them and they were in the home they moved and they were in a place where they were doing well. The funny thing is that this new place he moved to, he was like the only watch kid in the, I think high school or middle school, or junior school, I can't really remember. And the others were black and they used to bully him. As in he was bullied so much, as in it was, you, as in, the, he said even when he wants to stay on his own, they will still bully him and everything. And I think that's where the hatred from black people came started so that that party that old woman that party that adopted him because she was very old but she was so fucking strong party had this boyfriend that was a truck driver and whenever he comes he he i think he was kind of jealous that party was always showing them attention and he was a nationalist a national socialist or something like that he was affiliated with those that nazi group and then when he had heard that black people used to bully him, he started preaching all those hates and anger into him, blaming black people and people of color for it, Jews. And that's where this 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 is hatred for black for any other color started. And he he explained to the therapist and the therapist was trying to tell him that as in explained to him and he was still adamant that he hates black people. And then in this his gang, this is branch in 
the country, the states where they are, I think Alabama or somewhere. He's like their head because he's so fucking brilliant. So he's the head, and it's, it's unheard of for someone so young to be their head. So, and I, I, with all this going on, the riots were still going on. He was still exchanging letters with Melissa and Melissa's, um, sorry, Mia. And Mia's cousin found out that ah, her, her cousin is always reading, running to pick letters. And when she found out what was in the letter, she reported Mia to her father, her mother. And then they called her for a meeting and they started shouting at her and like judging her and stuff. And she explained to them how she's not giving up on him, that her father the preacher taught how how god forgives and the father was like but he's a nazi as in he's this nazi racism as in he's a racist blah 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 that just because you are black that why is he even interested in you and he explained that he she she explained to her father that he doesn't know she's black i'm jumping there was, before this happened he sent a letter to her explaining how he's a Nazi, that he doesn't want that to come between them, so he's being honest and everything. And when she read it that day, she was the letter fell from her hands, and she was so angry. She has she was filled with so much hate. Like how this person she has been chatting with, has been sending letters, exchanging letters. He's racist and she's black. And then she said she doesn't just know what came over her. She took it. She read it. And she was like, she doesn't support this. That has he ever taken time to speak to any black person before? And he was like, no, he hasn't. She was like, have you have you ever that spoken to them? That if we go to heaven, God will not say you that you have this color move to this side, you that you have that color move to this side. I, she said she doesn't even know why she gave him that chance. So she when she was telling her parents that she has not told him she's black. They got they were so scared like what if he finds out he will kill you but as in i was just like she's going to take time that his her father was called to the world to preach that maybe this is her way of changing her life and she she got angry she looked at she and i told her cousin she was really disappointed in her how would her cousin go and like snitch her to her parents and then she went home so he was like okay can he call her and he planned with the doctor the therapist he told the therapist he'll open up more if the therapist can find a way for him to reach his lady because he was calling her his girlfriend <laughs> i think they like started dating before she found out about this thing because she really really liked him she she even used to send him care package like because she loves cooking she's a very good cook and baking she'll bake him Keys, all this that I sent to him. Tooth, she was sending him toothbrush, gum, and her letters. And he said her letters has this smell that he he knows, like the smell. And so she spoke to him that first time, and they were talking. And he was talking about how he wants to. You know, he was saying some very sexual talk. I'm not going to talk about here, but I'm going to tell you guys if you guys read it. You will be intrigued by this sexual talk because he has a very dirty, dirty mouth. <laughs> anyway, and she told him to do her a favor that she should just pick a black guy 
and have a conversation with him and get back to her. And he was like, he doesn't really care what she think about, what she feels, that she should not scold him. She has no right to talk to him that way. Uh, and she was like, she has the right, and he should not talk to her that way. And they had their first quarrel, and they made up. And he was like, okay, fine, he will do it. Though in his head, he was thinking of how to, like, go away, as in, extract himself from that assignment. And they asked her that like, even in jail, he's like he has some of his gang people that are still there and that they still respect him whenever he passes. You know he's in isolation, so he has not been able to talk to them. But they allow him for some time to come out and play ball and then go back to isolation. So she promised him and he told her how much he loved that. So the way they fell in was so funny. So after the call, he. The next day he went to the field where they like play ball and he saw a black man sitting there and he sat down with that one. That one's name was Marcus. He told the guy to come and the guy was scared because the guy was ahead of him. But he just like you know, if you like show you are scared as a prey, if you are scared predator. So he like just like he summoned courage, went to meet him and he was like, What do you want? Because they know there's nobody that don't know him. They even know how he came to jail they know he beat up a black guy and it was like he just wants to talk to the guy and the guy at first did not believe him the guy was like okay i'm going to ask you three questions if you can answer that three questions we'll talk he said um what year was he said when was um martin luther king born and he was like which martin luther king the black guy said did not martin luther king he was not trying to explain that there's more than one martin luther king but the, that one, he called the year and that one was born. He was at first shocked. The Marcus Ghana said, what date? He called the full, the year, the date. The guy was, the month and the date the guy was born. He was like, fine. And I asked him that Malcolm X, can you name one of Malcolm X, Malcolm X child? One of, one of, as in name one of Malcolm X children. And Aaron named the whole children i think they are seven or eight i can't remember he was shocked he was like wow then thirdly he asked him what june juneteenth meant i think june 10th or juneteenth meant and he explained that it was the day slaves were freed in i think the south or the north i'm sorry i might be making a mistake but he explained to him and the guy was shocked he was like how do you know he said he loves reading that he likes knowing his enemies he read he read about all that is and they're, they're talking and the guy was actually angry because you know he understands this guy has hate for his people and the guy was now like pouring out the anger and talking explaining how growing up he used to stay with his parents that his father and mother were well to do it's not like they were not well to do but i think they died and his mom died and his father could not take care of them and his father took them to their ground parents place and he went to a school where he was the only black guy and the whole white guys used to bully him so you could see how Aaron felt he was not like it's like inside he was like this is like they have the same problem like their lives mirrored each other so he, he now started questioning like it's not like he was bullied because like do you get where I'm coming from like this thing happened to a black guy why guys who were bullying him and then when he finished talking to the guy, he was not explaining how he's in jail now because he was stupid. 
he just wanted to like okay let him do this job he knew his friends were going to rob and he drove the getaway car now he's in jail for i think a year and he feels his wife is cheating on him he loves his daughter that how can he do well and stuff so that it's not like he even came from a broken home that he's an it guy and trying to was explaining and then Aaron, the guy left and Aaron left and Aaron went back to explain to Mia that though she was always signing her name with Melissa so he didn't really know her real name because you know when she started she was kind of scared so she was using the name Melissa and she was he explained how he spoke to the girl and stuff and Marcus was asking that why are you why do you want to talk to me he said his girlfriend said he should talk to one black guy I was like even if your girlfriend told you if you didn't want to do it you won't do it so anyway i'm i've taken time so let me just like try and summarize it so he explained to her how he spoke to the black guy and how things it was like at that point in his life god was just like okay this is time for me to like free this my son so the therapist was doing his work mia stroke melissa was doing her work in his head she gets so it was like he his eyes was beginning to open like why does he have all this hate for like other race why he was questioning everything and he's he started seeing that his gang people that they've been like trying to someone has been trying to take power for him so person has been like trying to put him in trouble so all these things they were happening and Mia because she worked in the prison she found a way to get his schedule and then one day when he was in the courts playing ball and questioning one of his gang people on who has been giving orders to for the riots because they, they kept on punishing him thinking he was the one he just turned and saw a light-skinned black girl looking at him and he, the thing is that he couldn't remove his face because she was very beautiful and she, she was looking at him because she knew he was the one she actually went to find him so imagine her already falling in love with him and then seeing his, him in all his beauty <laughs> madame fell for him hard so this is how we kept on going he was still opening up to the therapies they were becoming close and then she mistakenly signed a letter with her real name mia and oga got angry he as in he started scattering everything in his in his cell and got angry because like, he really hates liars it was like she has been lying to him and then he remembered when when he was standing with his gang and that black lady was looking at him he asked his guy like who is that woman and they told him that the lady is mia I'm strong that she's a teacher that so he just put two and two so in his head he was like oh my god he has been falling in love with a black woman like what the hell and then he just lost it and the therapist was not around that day the therapist went to for a, a seminar or something he beat up I think when he lost it to the extent that they had to drug him and he beat up someone almost to death people that attacked him so he now sent her a letter like she should never that she's a liar she should never contact him 
that who is she that has been opening his heart and she has been lying to him that that means she's in cahoots with the therapist because it's the therapist that used to deliver his letter he used to give the le- his letter to the therapist to deliver because he felt that if the therapist does not deliver the letter the other people they will read it and the letter is like he has he has been opening up about himself in the letter so it was like him sneaking letter and she kept on sending letters to him and he was returning it without reading them so he broke up with her there as in that's how book one ended so i'm going to review book two next and really this book is very interesting i really want you guys to read about it and to summarize it he's the mother of his child is has been asking for more money like she's very greedy so it's all this happening and he felt he could trust her he opened up to her he told her about his childhood everything he told he explained how he knows how he's seen but he was actually defending himself that the guy attacked him the guy he assaulted that he was in jail for so guys this is the n word by tiana lavin it's very very interesting really i won't even start it again because it's just so interesting i recommend you guys i recommend this book to you guys you guys should read it it's very very interesting it actually puts you in the mind of a racist like you 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 see it from his own point you see it from his point of view i understand why why they behave the way they they do i know it can't be said for all of them but I could actually like oh this thing just starts from anger and then children because nobody is really born there's no child that will come into this world and be racist it's it's the things that have happened the lessons the life what they've seen what they've heard what they've experienced so really guys you guys should read this it's a very interesting book very interesting i'm going to review the second book next maybe this week or next week but till then See you guys and enjoy this book. This is Catchy on Catch Me Reading. Good night.